All right, we're live. You were watching and listening to the Round Rounded Podcast, episode two. I got a cool little guest here. I want you to tell everyone what your name is, sir. My name is... <laughs> I'm FK Menace. <laughs> nice, man. I appreciate you coming through. Appreciate you a lot. having me. Um, some of the people know, so you are a DJ, producer, yeah. photographer now, right? Yes, sir. And you do some of your own graphics, too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Graphics and videography. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, you do video, too? Yep. Yeah, as much cool. as I can. I mean, most of it was just by myself and then i had helpers like with the drone with their own sony yeah yeah help me out a little no bit. that's cool man yep um so get this right off the bat i know people watching listening you're wearing this luchador mask yes, you have sir. to go right into that okay right into it yeah let's go right into that so yeah basically with the mask um sangre chicano was like the originator of it his mask was was more red red and gold he was like that physique kind of guy you know yeah. that that idol of a wrestler that you that you want to be like like uh uh el santo uh, pretty much but um he was wrestling my uncle uh was training with them in the gym and uh wanted to pursue that professional career but really didn't know how to go about it yeah. gimmick wise name wise the whole nine and so um uh, sangre chicana before he became sangre chicana he was lemos and he was um uh wrestling uh in Mexico, ended up losing his mask, lost his mask, came back uh, with, the, with the same mask, Sang de Chicana was his new name, lost it again, and now he doesn't wear it. Yeah. But he had said, take my mask, change up the colors, uh, so now it's black and gold at this point, and take my old name, and become like the villain or the menace, if you will. Okay. Um, yeah, so yeah. then that point on, my uncle in the eight, or my uncle, my dad in the 80s was kind of like training low key in, in high school, and uh, Getting with my uncle and, and uh, just having a ball, man. Just just living life as as a you know as an 18 year old. Just wanted to wrestle with him, be around him. You know? Yeah, of and course. He really took on the the, the name Lemos Dos and became um, uh, you know pretty pretty well known in, in the San Antonio area, but also wrestled in Mexico too. Yeah. Um, and from then on, my my uncle, my dad's brother, uh, became Lemos Tres. But then at that point, he was. At over you know time grew he's like i can't do the mask thing it's just yeah not for him it's too tight or i don't yeah, know yeah. what it's just it's he just i couldn't do go. it i yeah. couldn't i couldn't yeah. wrestle a whole match like that no because nah. <laughs> it gets it gets annoying sometimes oh yeah yeah, but yeah i could i can imagine like him not dealing with the mask but also just kind of wanted to become his own person oh yeah and so he became a latino he's like the the neighborhood hero of san antonio um and the menace name actually comes from lemos dos the menace from east l.a Okay. So my dad wasn't from East LA, but Sangre Chicano wasn't from Chicago. Yeah. He would kind of claim Chicago at some point, like for some reason. Um, so he would be, he would just kind of come up with the whole gimmick of a name. And so my dad claimed East Los, and um, I just took that menace piece out of there. Yeah. Yeah. The only other menace I've ever heard is Compton Menace. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, I've heard of uh, Menace Clothing Wear. Okay. Them on. They have, I feel like I've seen stuff. them on social media somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The name Menace, actually, there's one of the guys' names Menace. Um, he produced a panda beat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dang. So, and th when I started thinking about that, I was like, yeah, but he's not FK Menace. Because yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, should I use Menace or yeah, not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's literally probably the only, I don't know if he still produces it. He just, they just kind of said, oh, who made this beat? They yeah. A small interview. Um, yeah, man. So, I mean, past that, I mean, like I said, my dad was wrestling for, for my whole my whole childhood. You know, so I saw my, my dad and my uncle, and all three of them wrestle at some point. You know, um, 
you know, wrestling always has this narrative to it, this bad guy, good guy situation. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, my dad and my uncle played those roles and, and filmed, like, skits and, all right, next Monday or next Sunday, I'm going to come out, you know, this, is and that. It was, like, a yeah. whole thing. So they really took took on the, the uh, that role of putting people in seats and making it a thing. And then you, you also had, like, the, uh, my uncle was more Americanized. My dad was more... Mexican, okay, you know, yeah. So their styles of wrestling were super different, but they they both have that Mexican flavor. Um, one story I add in is that my you can find it on YouTube. My uncle um, was working in the, in the prison system as a guard, mm-hmm. and so uh, he was doing that daytime, nighttime. He was ducha libre oh, wrestling, wow. yeah, yeah. And uh, somehow he got like a call uh, from WWE to come in and uh, just be at the Reno, whatever. Yeah. He didn't know what for though. Yeah. So he was just like, "Oh shoot, you know, this is my shot. I'm gonna like oh, of get dressed, you know, do the whole thing." <laughs> and uh, he ended up they ended up using him for his prison uh, job. <laughs> oh really? And it's um, him and three other guards with JBL going to arrest John Cena. Oh wow, that's He's one of the guards in there. Damn, yeah, so yeah. I can find that clip. Yep, it's so on, I can yeah, find and put there. it up here maybe without getting this taken down. But that'd be pretty tight though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. you could just look up JBL arresting John Cena. J- no, I think it's JBL um, John Cena arrest. Okay. Yeah, I do like that. And then yeah, yeah. Uh, I have to point it out to you when I show you. Okay. These, uh, which is, but yeah, man. Um, I think from that point on, like wrestling was a huge part of of my, my day-to-day life, whether it was like uh, looking at my dad's like layout and plans of what he's gonna do versus yeah. like testing out new tracks, new entrance tracks or coming out with different mass designs and stuff like that. So I guess you could say like now as, a, as an artist and how I carry it, you know, I'm not, I was never here to wrestle or try out, yeah. although I kind of want to now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just just to kind of do like a little, uh, like a narrative and I just kind of go in the ring, help out my yeah. dad kind of do. Man, there's some independent wrestling companies out by you in Kansas City. Dude, I just met one. Uh, what was it? Uh, he uh, he's a bald dude. No, he you know him actually. Yeah, um, DJ, DJ. Yes, DJ. DJ. He, yeah, he does Journey Pro. Dude, I've just met him oh, at yeah. Aldi's. Really? Going shopping. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So he saw the merch. He's like, yeah. "Bro, I love that shirt." Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Yo, thanks, man. Yeah, dude, yeah. I appreciate that." Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, this is my brand, and my my family are lucha libre wrestlers." They're like, "Bro, yeah, I yeah. run a whole like." You know, yeah, he runs the whole thing. Dude, I was yeah. looking at the Instagram. I was like, yeah, yeah. holy yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, it's called a, a Journey Pro, KC, or just Journey Pro. But it, Journey Pro. Yeah, man, they're they're dope. DJ DJ is a good guy. I, um, I went to like two or three shows. He let me film it because I was like a big fan. Okay. And I was like, they're doing some wrestling shows. And I heard that they were bringing some like big name people. Um, not like WWE big, but like people like right below WWE. Like they're going to okay. be there and stuff. And I was like, what? So I hit him up like, hey, I got a ticket, but can I film? And he's like, oh, yeah, go ahead. Just don't get around the ring too close or anything like that because, you know. I'm like, no, I totally get it. Damn. You let me take some photos and video. And, like, I just talked to him on Facebook now all the time. And, like, I want to get him on a podcast sometime soon. But uh, to, man, uh, he's I, a cool dude. I went talking to him. He, uh, he was a real cool dude. Yeah. And I have, I have ideas of just uh, small performance, yeah. some shots, maybe – See if I can get my dad to come over here too. Oh man, that'd be beautiful. You know, I think I think that'd be really cool just to get my dad in a different environment, but to also like, because um, I think he said they do live music performances too. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, sometimes this would too. be perfect just to play and then, um, yeah, you know, get some footage, whatever. Yeah, no, so, that'd be really cool. DJ, let's make that happen. Yes, for sure, man. I know we haven't talked yet. If you see this, you know now, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. No, um, DJ is good people. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, 
And did you have a friend? I think I think I was going through your social media. Did you have a friend that did something with AEW recently? Yeah, curly hair, brown curly hair. Oh, um, Darian. Yeah. Dar <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. 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 Uh, Darian is uh, my barber's son. Okay. Yeah. So okay. my barber is. I've been knowing my barber since I got here. Like yeah. Uh, probably like a year after 2013. His name. Shout out to Frederick. Um, he's been cutting my hair for this whole time, and his his son, um, is an actor, and. I think he went to like Mizzou for some years and okay. then he did the rest in London. Oh, wow. So he started doing some acting there and uh, playing Shakespeare and things like oh, that. Wow. Um, and then while he got in that mix, man, he started uh, doing the, the wrestling, wrestling thing. the Lucha Libre in, yeah. in London or whatever, the UK. Oh, wow. Over like, there. Yeah, Dang, dude, that's, that's cool. I was like, holy what? Dude? Bro, so like wrestling and you was like, yeah, man. There you go. It just kind of like, I, honestly, man, it just threw me out of the loop. But then, um, it made sense because he was like, yeah, I'm doing wrestling to, um, you know, enhance my acting. Like, oh, performance. wow. Okay. And so I was like, okay, that makes sense. Because that's yeah. like equivalent to like uh, football like, players and ballet. Yeah. You know, they're kind of like, they need Oh, the yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, but yeah, he's uh, like a super fan. Um, definitely loves the music. Loves the merch. Yeah. Um, you know, he'll send me like different clips of him doing wrestling moves and stuff like that. And uh, I think he trains now not trains or he works out with dp yeah he, uh he was at he was part of oh, he, i don't know where he was at i saw on social media uh, the um the the nightmare family something he was at their facility or something okay i feel like he was at but with, i thought that was really with cool DDP? Yeah, with DDP. yeah yeah i think he yeah. said uh somebody said my barber was mentioning it was uh uh, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. They were there? Were they were point. there? Yeah, at one point. Just, just working out with them. <laughs> that is dope. <laughs> that's bro, crazy. That's and this crazy. is in Atlanta. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where it's, yeah. Yep. He, so he's been jumping around, and I haven't talked to him in a while. Um, he actually hit me up for some beats. That that's cool, man. But, um, yeah, man, him and his sister, good people. So, I mean, that whole, man, that whole family, my barber's yeah. whole entire family is just, like, that's that's love. Like, that's that legit. is one of my families here. That's awesome. And, um, it's uh it's always just a blessing just hanging out with them and just being with them yeah no that's cool that like i said that that wrestling's still with you when you even when you come this way yes. and then uh putting all that together to create your your creative outlet uh -huh. is still influenced with you and your music yeah. that's that's awesome <laughs> so, uh, so where are you from originally i'm from san antonio texas so okay. i was actually born in oakland california okay i moved to san antonio when i was five that's cool and um yeah born and raised yeah yeah that's funny uh i'm actually was born in san Bernardino, california no shit. yeah yeah no, and my know. dad was born in el paso texas what? and then he went to california i was born there and then moved to Can topeka nice. kansas and so, so you're in kansas city now right yes now i'm in kansas city and okay. how long were you in cali for like till i was like four and a half four, four and a half. i was young Did i you go back oh I, I i used to in middle school a couple times in high school uh -huh. I haven't gone back since I was probably 19. I've been back. I haven't been back in a long time. Like what about what about Texas? Texas. Oh man, I love Dallas. Okay. Like Dallas is like my second home now. Like right. I go there like once a year now for this wrestling pay per view the thing that I go to. Sure. So I go there like once a year now. Okay, I got a I got a good question to ask you. Okay. Um, truthfully, since you've been to both. Yeah, yeah. You may or may not know. It's okay. But which is better? Whataburger and then out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man, you put me on the spot. I don't know. It, another thing, the reason why I can't answer it right now, because 
It's been so long since I've had both. Sure. I, and I know I was in Texas not too long ago, but I don't think I had the last few times I was there. Okay. So yeah, it's okay. been it's been a minute. All right. Just but it don't matter. I like burgers, man. Like I eat whatever, bro. <laughs> like give me some burgers and fries. I don't care. Some onion rings. Uh, 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 cold, cold, uh, Dr. Pepper, Coke, right. you know, like it don't <laughs> right. matter. Like, but man, I don't know. Next time I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. next time I go, I, I want to hear your opinion because because you're from both, so like yeah, you yeah. have that ability to try both, you know, yeah, so yeah, no, for sure. Hit, no. me, hit me back up with that. I'm I got you, curious. I got you. <laughs> um, but uh, so um, so you go back, back and forth a lot. So, did you grow up like, did you grow like, how long were you in California for? Um, so uh, when I was born in Oakland, my dad was stationed out in the Navy oh, okay. um, for, for some years. And gotcha. so I, I don't really know Oakland like that because the majority of my family is in Texas, in okay, San Antonio. Gotcha. So because he was stationed out there, that's what, that's what we live oh, in okay. San Diego and, and Oakland. Okay. Uh, I gotcha. For, for, you know, so yeah, yeah. Whatever I know is kind of the same yeah. as me. Like I didn't know too much over there, but yeah. then I would go back. Yeah. Um, it's crazy to think about what people's lives would be if they didn't move. Yeah, I can't oh, imagine sure. how I would have been like in California. Been, Me either. Oh, it's crazy. In Oakland? Yeah, like, man. Dude, oh, my gosh. Yeah, San Bernardino got real bad, oh, yeah. bro. Real oh, yeah. bad. But um, so so you lived in Texas for a while. Yeah. You go to high school and stuff down there, too? Yep. Yeah, I yeah. Moved, uh, moved out of Texas when I was 18, so literally two months after high school. I just dipped out to Kansas City. Oh, wow. To the uh, Art Institute. Dang. So, yeah. So was that you playing the whole time after school? To like um, come to camp, go to art or a yeah, art school. Yeah, it was in the mix probably when I was uh, started coming about when I was like in uh, like a sophomore. Okay, because I wasn't really sure, you know. Yeah, what I'm saying? yeah. And, um, we never know. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah we honestly, never know. No. Um, so really, I think it just boiled down to like two colleges. It was like Laguna Beach and Kansas City oh, wow. Institute. Oh well, okay. Um, they reviewed my portfolio because, like I said, I, I all I did was draw and paint, and then yeah. I have I had a couple like clay sculptures portfolio as well oh, anyways cool. they reviewed it a couple of times and they're like all right we'll give you this much laguna says this much this place ended up being more so yeah yeah that's, where that's I went. cool so yeah, yeah yeah it was just a ticket out i think i was like doing a lot at a young age and like yeah. just just in the mix of things i was like man i'm ready to move yeah yeah <laughs> so, no that's yeah, cool yeah yeah yeah, yeah no, no that's really cool 100%. so so now now you've been over here Kansas city Kansas city barbecue texas barbecue Ooh. Yeah. 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 What's the? How yeah. do you compare or contrast? <laughs> you know. So let let's start here, bro. Um, Hispanic, brown, Mexican moms are yeah, just yeah. are just very. You know, I think you uh, <laughs> you you always just have these things where like you think to yourself like, why did she do that when I was that age? Yeah. You yeah. see, what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah. now that you, now that you think about it, it's kind of like traumatizing in a in, in a sense, <laughs> but like it made you who you are. No, for sure. Well. Um, my mom decided to make this pulled pork for us and um, it was out of a, a package from like Walmart or something yeah, like yeah. that. One of those ones you heat up in the freezer. Yeah. And so um, I ate a couple bites and right away like I didn't like it. It was like <laughs> this barbecue sauced hickory like smoke whatever. Yeah. Just steamy and it was just nasty man I did not want it but she was just like you're not getting off the table until you eat all your food <laughs> that's all, all yeah. that's all Mexican grandmas aunties yeah. oh, you yeah. know all like, like that you have to eat this and yeah so i was like dude i can't like you know at this point I, I'm, I'm crying you yeah, know, yeah, yeah i don't yeah. want to get <laughs> off the table and then uh it, i finished it like super fast and uh -huh. just went to the restroom next five seconds and <laughs> boom it was out oh, <laughs> it damn. was out so Stemming from that, when I came to Kansas City, I heard that their barbecue was real saucy and real, like, you know, yeah. 
um, just a lot of flavors. And in Texas, it's all dry rub. So okay. it's literally like, you know. T totally different. It could be salt and pepper. Or it could just yeah, be yeah. like a good Cajun seasoning or whatever. Yep. But I, for the life of me, did not like barbecue sauce. Really? Like it, so you couldn't it's, get. It's, yeah, I couldn't I get you. past it. So as soon as I would smell it, I was like. Oh, oh no, not for you. Damn. So walking into Gates or oh, Q39 or any one of those yeah, joints, yeah. bro. <laughs> I it. So it took me some time. I've lived, yeah. I lived, um, I moved in 2012, so it's, it's we're almost okay. reaching 10 years. Yeah. Um, I would say half of the way it grew on me, and I started to like the sauces and the spices and stuff like that, and yeah. comparing flavors. And I think as a you know, as a whole, like learning how to grill Texas stuff when I go back home versus a grilling here with some homies and. Things like that. For sure. It's two different styles. Yeah. You know, it's um, different flavors. So I kind of have a love for both, but I stick with the OG, like with Texas, just dry rubs, you know, because it still has that natural yeah. feeling in it. There's a certain way of cooking things, like a like a Texas brisket. Yeah. Bro, nothing <laughs> beats that, man. <laughs> nothing oh, beats man. that. Oh, yeah, man. man. That's funny, though. Yep. That's cool. Brisket tacos. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, shoot. Woo! Oh, my gosh, man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, I was mad because I was in Texas the last time before COVID. Like I wanted to go some. I forgot where I was at in Dallas. I wanted to go eat there so bad, but it was so packed, oh, like man. so packed. And I was like, everyone tell me to go. This I can't remember what restaurant it was. Sorry, someone out there reminded me. Oh gosh, but I went out there. It was like three hour wait, and I was like, there's no way. I, I only got like three hours. Like, I literally only have three hours to like go to the next thing I had to go to. But still. But no, I can't wait to go back. I want to go back. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> Dallas is fun, man. Dallas is a good spot. Um, I've only been there once. I think I have some family there. Okay, cool. I've been a couple of times, but not as a not as an adult. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 it kind of reminds me of Kansas City in a certain certain way. Yeah. A little bit, um, depending on where you're at. Okay. I was up in uh, Deep Ellum. I don't know if you know where that's at or not. It's I have a cool little art district there, like concert venues all over, like one building to the next. No, it, it's a good spot to go to. Um, but uh, yeah, so after high school, college, or institute, when did you start DJing? Um, I would say it was closer to like the middle of 2013 mark. Okay. 2014. Yeah. I think so. Um, and I mean, I didn't, I always had that, you know, uh, like who, who at one point doesn't have virtual DJ at one Okay. Point. Yeah, 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 so for sure. You're kind of messing with that. Yeah, yeah. And then you start to realize, like, okay, there's more things I can do equipment-wise, stuff like that. So, yeah. I mean, during art school, I went to a lot of different parties that surprisingly had, like, DJs there. Yeah, yeah. Know? And uh, there were some of the art kids, some, some kids from around the way that were just throwing these badass house parties. And so um, one of my good homies had a Newmark USB plug-in. Okay. And really, it was just a control. It was a practice controller, so it wasn't meant for sound to come come out of it okay. it was like all auxiliary yeah and so um he had just one point just said hey i'm moving you can have this so once he gave it to me <laughs> i was like all right cool and it's real it's real small you know yeah nothing, nothing, probably the size of this and um from then on i was just practicing i would i would um, practice set list because learning about like how plugins work and chords and stuff like that i didn't really know what was going on where the aux between the xlrs or whatever so I quickly found out that you couldn't hear your cues. You couldn't have samples. You can have any, any, anything that a, a regular professional, you know, controller would, would have or yeah. turntables. Um, so I'd basically just 
take the whole list of songs and try to just and mark them all down and that would be like my entire set list. so <laughs> every every show i would do before just a, a complete like 100 song set list like this feeds into this oh wow. and then if you mess up here feed into these two songs Dang. and then like just like a whole grid yeah and so for like at least three or four years i was just rocking that little yeah little thing at, at anything Dang, that's crazy cool. so yeah since 2014 and, and on and uh you now i have a Pioneer DJ SX2. Yeah, no, that's cool. Man, so I'll listen to plenty of your beats before this yep. interview and way before that too as well. Movies. You like movies. Yeah. I can tell you like movies from your music. Oh, yeah, 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 like yeah, you yeah. put some stuff in there. <laughs> you know, I can tell. Yep. Uh, me being a big fan of movies, I always like, if a movie has good music, it's like makes it be- that much better for me. Like just that much better. Oh, man. Can't um, stress that enough. Yeah, I know, for sure. No, totally. Uh, so with that being said, before we go into the more music side, what is your favorite movie because of that? Man, I sample a lot of movies, um, and, and even those those are my favorites. But I would have to say, like, uh, it's hard to pick. Let me just do top three. Okay, no, that, go for it. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So top three for sure. Um, number one is Blood and Blood Out. Oh, of course. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, I watched that like. Oh man. <laughs> Over yeah, yeah, 200 yeah. times no, probably. For sure. um, Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. Goodfellas is a solid film. Yeah, yeah. And then... Um, Training Day. <laughs> oh, man. Training Day. Oh, man. Yeah. That's a good one. Those are pretty... Those, those are, are good. probably the, the... I would say the three most watched ones with, with between my mom and my dad. Yeah. Like, those were ones that they loved. Oh, yeah, for sure. Loved fell in love with them too yeah yeah um but yeah yeah those three right there. oh that's cool yep. that's cool so then uh love it, love it, now going to your music side um every artist producer has their own way of creating their music do you sometimes put a movie on and start making music or what do you do yeah man um sometimes uh yeah sometimes it could be a movie it could be a show i'm, I'm watching yeah um it could just be whatever but lately it's been hell's kitchen for some reason Okay. Yeah, it's it's pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, YouTube no, no, has cool. like the whole entire series, of yeah, seasons, yeah. like yeah, no. free. So yeah, um, literally, I'll put that on, or a movie, make the music, and then um, as I'm watching, I might catch something. In the film. Yeah, it always pans out like that. If yeah. not, like I'm just making something. Yeah, yeah for um, sure. A badass thing that I found is the. Let me see. Okay, so you remember the. Um, Scarlet interface. I don't know anything about this. This is all Tobias. This is crap. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, the, this interface is probably the same way, but the um, the Scarlet one has two plugs. It has one for guitar and one for mic or whatever. turntable. So basically, I take it from the speaker. Mm-hmm. My my TV screen is already connected to my laptop, so I'm already playing Netflix, whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then what I do is I take that uh, another XLR to XLR to the um, interface and plug it in like it's a it's a element you know just like okay. a turntable whatever oh wow so whenever i press play and record it's recording what's playing out of the tv out of the speaker <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so now oh, man. now everything now i can catch like the background orchestra music and oh back, wow. you know that the that moment in time where somebody's creeping or somebody's about to yeah. shoot somebody yeah, or whatever yeah. oh man that's where that comes from or any 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 vocals or whatever yeah so yeah yeah man. that makes the process so much more fun because now you're building you're actually building a, a narrative like a yeah like a 
a theme song or like a, a soundtrack within a soundtrack. That, Oh, that's like beautiful. Your own interpretation. That's cool. Yeah. No, that's awesome, oh, man. Yeah, man. No, that's really cool. That, 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 I definitely feel and hear that when I'm listening to your music, man, nice. like for sure. And I was like, oh, this is dope. Like, that's so cool. That. Hell yeah. Um, and then a lot of your mixes, you put your definitely own style on them and just make it very unique. I mean, uh, the last song I heard was um, the Ludacris one. Move, move on, move. Oh, move, yeah. Move. Yeah. move. Oh, my gosh. You. Oh yeah, my gosh, yeah, that's yeah. so! I can't wait to post that. <laughs> yes. um, your video for that though, yep. dope. Where were you at when you filmed that video? Yeah, I was in the city market um, at like eleven o'clock at night. Oh really? From from Vegas. Um, he pulls up through a wedding. I was like to a wedding, and I was like, dude, you're here. I want to do something. I want to do a crazy video. Yeah. You can shoot it for me. I'll just edit, and he's like, dude, I'm down. That's and cool. We did it like at a whim and. Um, it was probably the quickest one I've ever done because we did three takes and then we were out of there. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, we just posted up right there in the city at the corner of the city market, um, and just just went to work on that one. It was a lot of fun because um, at that time, like I really was messing with that beat, just the way the yeah, yeah. laid over. I was like, dude, I'm ready to perform this. One. No, that's awesome, man. No, that's cool. That's great. Yeah. Um, so how many how many uh, projects do you have on your belt right now? Like full projects, on, on on platforms right now. Yeah. Um, let's see. We have disordered the Kalaka tape. Um, there's one I did for Ninth One in the Soul Council. Like it was like a submission. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so that's just like a, a I forget what it's called, a sample a sample challenge. Um, switch ups volume one, and switch ups volume two, mm -hmm. and then there's a single uh, that I just released. It's called Fire, and then. The only one that's not up there is the first match, which is like kind of the one I started with. Okay. Um, there's another one before that, but this one was just like, I was just a little bit more confident in what I was putting out. So, I gotcha. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think, what is that? Like seven, eight? That's cool. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, what are you currently working on right now? Are you putting together a project right now? or? So kind of like I, um, my mom's, are, my mind's always scattered. So I like to like make something and then organize it into what videos like I'm building on that tape. Um, so I did I just did switch up to volume two, so three would come like later at the end of the year or possibly at the top of next year. Um I'm working on a collab tape with my homie Zerk, Zertronic. Uh that's one that's we've been sitting on for a year. Okay. Um and then I'm working on the second match. I did the first match two years ago. So the second match would be out. Um and that one's really cool because that one's kind of like that music is is music that was played at these lucha libre shows consistently oh wow okay um and they're all kind of like flipped and have like this narrative to them and you know it kind of builds that story and gives you that vibe of like being there at the at the show yeah yeah so that one's like really cool like oh, that's the cool. way i'm constructing that one but oh, that's cool. um so yeah just those three right now okay yeah. well, that's awesome yep so i guess the way that you make your own beats how would you describe your style because i mean you you definitely have some so I'm Hispanic, Latin into your music too as well. A lot, very heavily influenced that I feel. For sure. um, I guess talk about that a little bit more. Yeah, man, it's a it's a it's a toss up, man, because I think like being like Mexican American or or Chicano or Latino or yeah. whatever, like um, you know, you, you live in you live in um, or like let's say i'm i always say like i'm a texan i'm not mexican yeah 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 uh, and, and there's a difference because like a lot of us in my generation and the kids i grew up with like grew up like not really speaking spanish exactly or, yeah, yeah you know kind of eating like 
yeah. uh, not doing so many different, um, you know, Mexican celebrations, traditions yeah. and stuff. So we, we kind of have those small traditions um, and especially San Antonio, like it's, it's like its own country or like t- what Texas is, it's no, its definitely. own country. So yeah. I think with that, like there's still this half and half mix of me listening to uh, West Coast, uh, Latino hip hop to um, stuff down south to oldies, um, all with my dad. And then with my mom, it was all like Tejano, Norteños, fifties and sixties doo wop. So yeah, yeah, it was like a cold hard, like good mix between the two. Um, but like I said, we, it wasn't really like I was never like full on Mexican. So oh, I was like, no, oh, I got sure. the best of both worlds. Yeah, really, yeah, no, as, a, as a as a Chicano, so yeah, I feel like between um, between those sides, there's still those like scratching elements and those chops mm. and those sample cuts, but also like. I, I, I love to cherish or um, still maintain that that sound when it comes to those um, you know the Spanish tracks you know the cumbias and the venues and stuff like that mm-hmm. and mariachi like all that good, good yeah. stuff like that's a it's such a rich sound that I try to like put both together you know what I'm yeah. saying um, and just do my best ability to, to kind of show like alright this is, this is what I'm no definitely yeah, uh, with, with that being said like outside of that is there like current stuff, mainstream stuff that maybe influences you today? Um, it's hard, man, because I would say, um, like if I were to do Spanish music, I don't think I have. I have like old favorites. Okay. On deck at all times. Yeah, yeah. Um, to go off the most, revel- uh, yeah, yeah, I would say Los Angeles Negros mm-hmm. are is a group from. 60s and around the time Lemos one was uh, was wrestling um, he was also singing um, so he had a, his own like band okay and they would do covers of Los Angeles Negros oh, gotcha. okay. they would say that he would sound exactly like the lead singer oh wow and so it was always like um, like a battle to find that music for for a while yeah. and then something kind of sparked it and I found that group and I don't know what it is but it's all sampleable like uh-huh. if that's a word but it's all like you can definitely find some good loops and stuff yeah, but also yeah. like what they're saying and kind of like the vibe it gets it's very it's just very classic mm-hmm. so that for sure has put like a stamp on my like influence yeah. and on the flip side you know you got people like uh, people that are just coming with bars like freddie freddie gibbs benny the butcher the whole griselda yeah um and then still listening to classic producers like doom rest in peace you know ninth and alchemist and really just kind of like Merging the two the best yeah. way I can, or just learning from it. No, most definitely. So, um, yeah. I, uh, there's an artist I want to bring up who's getting like he's like the number one right now. Sure, is Bad Bunny. Oh, of course, bro. Like that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not familiar with this guy at all, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm not. Only reason why I'm familiar is because of wrestling. He recently he's been on WWE. I don't know if you've seen yeah, anything. Yeah, he did. Like uh, that. He jumped off the top rope. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Uh, he was at one pay per view, and then he's been showing up on Raw ever so often. Nice. But uh, wait, wait, wait. You said often. Yeah, like he was like, like twice, not three times now, maybe two or three times. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't just a one time thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he actually was the number one selling wrestler shirt. Wow. They gave him his own shirt to sell on That's WWE.com. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that dude is like, uh, and I'm not bot, familiar. Man. I'm not familiar, man. Yeah. I'm not familiar. So I can't speak about him, but I, I just know he's killing it. Yeah. hundred percent. And I, I don't really listen to his music. Like. Yeah. religiously like some people do yeah which yeah is, you know it's it's just good music yeah you know yeah i'm saying but me I'm, I'm not you know 
I hear it like in the club or if I play it DJ wise, like, yeah, yeah. they go off. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah. for Bad Bunny, like, you know, he's got the brand, the style. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's he's got his his this his personal life. Yeah. Um the, the sound, like the look, like everything, man. Yeah. So and he really does a lot for like his people, like yeah, Latinos. Yeah, yeah. And and I think that yeah. is super important. He's a, he's like a you know, a Latino art uh icon. Yeah. For hundred percent, him and him and Balvin, I wouldn't take Balvin out of the mix too, because Balvin, yeah. Jay Balvin's like, they're, yeah. they're like, center <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's crazy to hear, and that to me, it's crazy that you know, uh, be, being Mexican, being Mexican American, whatever, like to see brown people to the point where like, because he's a straight up rapper, right? Yeah. He's a rapper, number one. And I, feel, I feel like in all the charts, he's number one, 100%. and then yeah. transitioning into the mainstream. Oh, yeah. to wrestling which oh, yeah. to me is just crazy the fact that that's finally i don't know i don't, I don't know it's something to be like i don't know i just thought it never it would never happen yeah okay i don't know it's like i like mexican artists um we'll see new artists and uh i typically don't prefer it and i don't know for some reason in hip-hop or rap they don't get that the notoriety that they should some of them are gotcha. um there's been a lot of artists that come come and go um, there hasn't been a big name like that in a really long time who's kind of crossed over a little bit. And I feel like Bad Bunny's one of them that's oh, for sure. finally doing that. I think if there is, it, um, if it wasn't as mainstream, like like if you look at the underground. Yeah. And, the, the, you know, I would say the, I don't know, I think there's, because there's like a group of them. It's like, I think they're like anywhere from 17 to about 20. Yeah. Like you have all like the... Um, like the it's like the sad boy chicano <laughs> yeah like um like kuko okay you ever heard of kuko? yeah yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. okay with well, like kuko and like that little realm of things it's always like this this uh classic <laughs> or like there's a group called los retros and it's like a they're like i think they're like four four mexican brothers that play in, in their house like yeah. still that's oh, wow. where they record oh, wow. okay in, like the mom's living room or whatever but they, they have like a guitar essence like real sound uh, um, sweet sounding sound to like it appeals to like the guys and the ladies somehow yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's chill music but i would say that's as far as it goes and then and then on top of that it would be back bunny yeah um because yeah i don't know there's a they mostly came come from out of la you know yeah i know um, for sure we haven't had one like that a chicano or a American people, um, I'm out of Texas in yeah. a while too. Yeah, I know for sure. Besides, like at SPM. Yeah, yeah. Oh my <laughs> god, man, yeah. that was what like yep. we we probably would have been like in middle school. Yep. I think that long, like that long ago, you oh, know, yeah, yeah. or like, like baby bash. Oh my god, you know what I mean? Like, come and go, come and go. That's yeah. they just come and go and then oh, be yep. gone. Yep. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> no, we we don't have our own Jay Z, our own. Lil Wayne, I, I guess I don't know. We don't have that. I would really say too much, like if there's anything closest. It's like uh, in, in in a Chicano world, like yeah, Big Pun and Fat Joe. Yeah, that'd be it, and yeah. that that'd be Big it. Big Pun and Fat Joe, yeah, and I it. would say uh, an honorary or like a, a pioneer, because that's what I grew up on was the, the pioneers of Latino hip hop. Yeah, for sure. So if, if to name them off, it was like Fat Joe, uh, Big Pun, Delinquent Habits, Psycho Realm, uh, Kid Frost was like the main one. Lighter shade of brown, like Quinto Soul, like those guys are like probably like in their forties and fifties now. Yeah, yeah. But at the start of like hip hop, probably like in the early nineties, those are the guys like jumping off and yeah, I know for sure, going, um, going crazy. And then um, if you didn't know, 
Kid Frost was an attachment of um, Easy E. Oh yeah. So he, yeah. that was one yeah. of his one of his people yeah, you know, yeah. that he kind of put on and, and yeah, yeah. kind of took off from there. I feel like so. Yeah, for sure. No, that's cool, man. It, it's cool that it's still going on. It's, yeah, hundred percent. Someone's still different. Doing it. Yeah, super different. Totally different. Like, and I know the pioneers yeah. would be like, what? Yeah, yeah, we're know? not the same as Bad Money. But, but still. yeah, and, and and I'm sure they appreciate it. I will say that even though they're those the pioneers are still like not as relevant as they are yeah they're still going hard oh for sure to this day that joe man like that's yeah. crazy oh, he yeah. stays who put a hot summer anthem yeah like every year straight up seriously i like, I, yeah. I i dig this raps when who's rapping with uh, is that song with big l called the enemy Do you listen to big l no not too much okay. unfortunately big no. l big l would probably be like that uh that round one we're alive. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Big L's gone. He yeah, yeah. Died around the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just heavy hitting bars and yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's like you can't even repeat that to anybody. Uh-huh. Like the things that that dude would say. Oh like, man, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, hell yeah. No, that's cool. No man, it's 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 been a cool thing. I, I'm I'm excited to see where the future is going to go with music in general. Hundred percent. Uh, it's been more. I feel like music has gone more diverse and diverse. I don't know. I, I'm just trying to remember of artists and people and, and, and producers and DJs. Like everything's just been so diverse. And not everyone was just playing one type of music anymore either. Which is cool. I feel like that's really cool. Yeah. Um it, it definitely makes people feel more included. Yeah, like you, sure. you go to a bar or you go to a club, but it's not the same thing, which is it just makes it better for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let me see. Oh. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's um there's so more you know, the world's more open now and just more like uh, you know, there's so many resources resources out there. It's, yeah. it's like who's, it's almost like saying like who's not making music. Yeah. Like there's still this underground hidden talent that hasn't been seen yet. You know. Yeah. Um, those artists that need to, you know, kind of get out, of, eventually get out of the bedroom, get out of yeah, the, yeah. wherever they're at. Yeah. Um, so it's crazy to see the ones that are are coming up and doing their thing. The one I think that puts like a, a bad name. I was just thinking about this today. Um, it's Takashi. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying like I, yeah. it's it's hard because like I was like, Dang. Bro, like you're making our people. Like, yes, bro, man. You know I, 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 that's crazy. I forget he's brown. Yeah, he I is. forget. I yeah, forget. But, but you know he's Good. lived. That's yeah. the thing about being Mexican American yeah. or whatever American. It's yeah. like you still live in this hood to where you know it's it's that's where you're from. Yeah, that's where you're from. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying. And not to say I've seen him do stuff for his people. Yeah, for but sure. But at the same time, it's just it's just him trolling and flexing and being oh, him. It's it's rolling with the time. That's just a generation now. Yeah, though. that's just yeah, exactly. The way and you do can't now. You can't get mad at it. No. But at the same time, it's like, <sighs> come, on, come on, man, bro. Like, <laughs> and it, <sighs> yeah, man. It's also about the just the disrespect of other stuff in general. Oh, for sure. You know, like it's crazy now because people are like, well, he's still making money. Number one, that at the end of the day, that's all people care about. Like it's it's sad. Yeah, it's super sad. And you may hate him, but you're yeah. still gonna watch him. Yeah. Like it's yeah, it's just it's inevitable. Yeah, it's also just entertaining too. Yeah, it's entertainment. That's yeah, it. yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's junk food. It's really. It oh is. no, it is. It's McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. McDonald's. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh well. <laughs> um, so with uh with you coming to Kansas City. Yep. Um, so being being from from Texas and moving to Kansas City. How did the Texas artists, DJs, the music scene treat you when you came over here? It was open arms? Did you have to go find people to go collaborate with? Or like, how did that? Oh, so coming here? Yeah. Um, I would say, man, um, that's a tricky part because I feel like the people that I was DJing with were still kind of like, 
like on my level say. okay uh-huh. um so it's kind of like we did it together but nothing was ever like like there was no clubs or meetings or anything like yeah, that yeah. it's like oh you dj too kind of deal yeah yeah um and then wherever i got a chance to play or even just get my foot in the door mm-hmm. um i was trying to do like the whole turntable vinyl thing for a minute okay yeah it didn't work out it's hard it was, it was bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so then when I finally got attached to the um, controller, um, people knew I DJed, but I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't putting like a whole lot into it. Yeah. And uh, I got fortunate enough to DJ two fashion shows. Oh, wow. Um, okay. That were really cool. One, one was um, love it, love girl, it, man, I forgot her name. Wow, she hate me. I hope she never sees this. <laughs> um, yeah, I forgot her name, but she went to the Art Institute as well. Okay. Um, and her whole show was just off the chain, bright pink colors, whatever. But she was like, yo, I need you to make some house music for me. Okay. So on the flip side of, um, instead of doing the hip hop, the trap, the you know the Latin influence, sometimes I'll yeah. dip into house or like stuff that's past 120 BPM, just mess around. Yeah, yeah. And so um, yeah, I just played some tracks and incorporated those beats to some film they had up on the screen. Mm-hmm. Did it for the same thing um, for another fashion show. And from then, that's when I got the, I played at a local bar called the Mockingbird Lounge. And I okay. was there like doing Latin nights, yeah. you know, um, hip hop, whatever. Mm-hmm. I even hosted karaoke at one point. Oh, wow. Yeah, dude, it was crazy, man. But, and this is before the mass. This is still yeah, yeah, like yeah. fresh. Yeah. Um, so really like in every sense, it was just me. There was never like that exposure to those DJs. Like I didn't really know who the DJs were yeah. just because it was such a new world. No, for um, sure. But I feel like the first official DJ I met uh, his name's uh, DJ Max Groove shout out Max Groove um, he, was, he was that dude was everywhere man yeah. he was at this badass spot called Roots Pub and um, he would always do like brunch and you know play like those select vibes you know that you'd be like dude where'd you get that from yeah. it's like look it up or like he'll <laughs> just tell you real quick but yeah. it won't give you a link or nothing oh, that's so it's like yeah he was always like the one that was like um, yo I'm playing here or um want to go ahead and join in you can you know kind of deal he would get me set up but even then man like truthfully yeah even at that point given the opportunity mm-hmm. i really wasn't comfortable with like the equipment i had i didn't know how to do any of the professional stuff yet yeah yeah so i was always like indecisive um so it took me a minute to really like push that forward yeah and then start messing and investing in, in myself with with the professional stuff sure um and stemming off of that man i mean probably met most of the DJs and everybody's like real cool and yeah. real like willing to spit those ideas or, or any tricks, tips and tricks or oh, yeah, stuff no, like that's that. That's cool. Yeah, man. Um, I know that sometimes there's like beat competitions and beat battles out there yeah. too. Um, I can't think of any of the names out there of any of them. I don't know if you, if you know if any of the, the competition names or... There hasn't been any in a minute but I will say the one I did was Bud Push. Bud Push. Okay. Yeah, and that was by... Um, <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Stacy, Stacy Smith, but that's not his. That's not his. Uh, his producer. Um, that one I remember. That was the first one I did. Um, Tech came through. Okay. With um, uh, what's her name? His girl. Ashley. Ashley. Yes. They both came through, supported, yeah. um, and that was really cool because it was downtown. It was like one of the last ones downtown. Yeah, that was like um, he. Uh, Tech was there, and then there was uh, at least like twenty producers on the lineup. Oh wow! And there was just so much hype for the 
these different producers and it was crazy to to see that like come about because i was like all right i'm gonna tr try to check out this dude this dude you know yeah yeah and um i think it was like second round i like lost the first round because <laughs> 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 uh, i had i had some homies who really like put in that they're like yo yeah, yeah. fk versus you know this is gonna be a fire battle yeah yeah yeah, it was just trash. Oh <laughs> yeah. uh, shit, it one happens, them, man. Yeah, one of them wasn't yeah. one, one track wasn't compressed right, or it was it was just yeah. The yeah. beat in my head was dope. Yeah, but on the technical side, it just didn't hit. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. that's cool that you did some stuff like that, man. Yeah, uh, I know. For, so for some people, it's hard to come obviously from another from another state, coming somewhere else to trying to find where where other like minded creative people are are, are at. You yeah, know, because a lot of the creative people are kind of like. I don't know how to describe it. Uh, they're introverts, you know. Yeah. They, they don't want to go out and do. You know, oh yeah, hundred you know? percent. But once you figure, once you find one person, then you lead yeah. off and go find and, other people too. And really, it's still like, um, like to be honest, when when it is very like public, you have you have your select people who are out yeah. and about. Even then, like, it's still like its own, like almost like a click yeah, in yeah. a sense yeah but they still kind of know each other yeah but there's hardly like a collaboration yeah so yeah it's, i feel like it's kind of like that everywhere a lot of people here in town they complain that people don't funk with each other a lot yep that's everywhere you go it's always going to be like that even in a bigger city like Kansas city um uh with that being said but so do artists ever come to you up and be like hey yo i'm gonna i need a beat like yeah man could you make me a custom beat for me specifically like how, uh, how's your process with that i would say i don't do it as much anymore um but if i do hear um of somebody that i want to work with that's yeah. when i reach out uh -huh. only because i'll put it to you this way because a, a lot of people are like hey why don't you put your beats on beat stars and i don't because i think like as an artist it, it really is made with like the heart the soul all of it yeah so you know how there's those producers that kind of just make stuff like a day mm -hmm. like yeah multiple yeah i cannot do no that. like nah, no because it's it's me sitting down with my thoughts with with my feelings at that point like yeah. whatever i'm watching whatever i ate yeah. it all goes into every one of those beats and at the same time there's they're like throwaways there's oh yeah for sure nothing that's you know acceptable by me for somebody to go and rap on yeah so when somebody says i need a custom beat yeah uh, I'll do the custom beat, but yeah. we have to be in the studio together. We have to talk about That's it. That's cool. You see what I'm saying? There has to be a, um, you know, it, some type it, of conversation. Yeah. Um, and we'll make it together. That way we, we're on the same page here. Yeah. Because if you take something I give you or something that you found, honestly, man, it just might not match up with whatever you're saying. Yeah. And it's kind of a bother. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And I, I hate that I don't, I ever to, I don't want it to stop me. But if the beats can be placed somewhere else where it, it wasn't a rapper rapping over it, yeah. it was just used for something. Yeah. I think that's what I look forward to. Like if it was used in some type of video or, yeah. or background music or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's just something to listen to, something to vibe to. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, there, there is a difference between, I feel like those are two different type of producers. Yeah. And sure. people don't understand that. Yep. Some people think like, I'm rapping on that beat no matter what. Like yeah. I want that, give it to me. And then obviously as the producer slash artist, it's like, no, 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 that's just... I made it so people can listen to it in its entirety instead of words on top of it, oh, which makes sure. sense, which I get. Sure, yeah, because yeah, you yeah. don't always want to hear rapping on Jay Dilla's beats. Yeah. You just want to hear oh, yeah. Jay Dilla. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And, and for that, it's like, it's a whole narrative, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It'd be you interrupting the story. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it gets me. But sometimes, like I said, if I do have something specific where I'm like, dude, this, this goes hard, somebody needs to rap on it. Yeah. That's when I'll reach out to, to, to some of the artists. That's cool. Um, here or San Antonio. Yeah. Kansas City, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, man. No, that's cool. All right, before we can wrap things up, uh, where can people find you, contact you? Uh, you, can, you can definitely find me on, on Instagram, on uh, FK Menace, Facebook page as well. Um, and I do have a Twitter, uh, but I don't really use it that much. So, yeah. I just use Instagram too myself, yep. really. Really, yeah, that's yeah. it. I mean, all FK Minutes. So, that's you can, and, and YouTube, of course, you can find all, all the latest content and every piece that I've made so far. So. Cool, man. But no, I appreciate your time, sir. This is great. It was very, uh, it was cool, man. We haven't, we haven't seen each other in a long time. And, uh, 100%. Thank you yeah, for yeah. having me. Oh, no, for sure. No, I, pre- I appreciate it a lot. But uh, yeah, we're going to get on out of here. Everyone, thanks for watching and listening. Make sure you uh, subscribe. Check this man out. We're out of here. Peace. Peace.